Hey, Go Country 105. I am Serene Dellinger, a top producing real estate agent. Negotiating for you is what I do best. On my show, Serene Properties, I'm going to discuss all aspects of real estate. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or want to grow your investment portfolio, this show will have something for you. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee on this beautiful Sunday, and listen to Results That Move You on Serene Properties. C-Y-R-E-N-E Properties The only one to call before you move Serene Make your house a home when you go through Serene If it's L.A. then you choose Hey, Go Country listeners, Serene Dellinger here, back for another episode of Serene Properties on Go Country 105. How's everybody doing today? It's a beautiful Sunday. It's summer. We're out enjoying. You guys are up early. You're jogging. You're listening to my show. And I'm so happy you tuned in. We've gotten some great feedback from everyone. I'm getting a lot of cool emails and phone calls. So if you guys have any questions, don't forget the number to call in is 1-800-440-7566. That's 1-800-440-7566. Don't forget to check out our social media pages, our YouTube, our Instagram, our Facebook, Serene Properties. That's C-Y-R-E-N-E Properties, just like the jingle. So today we are going to talk about home inspections. And today I have the amazing Ian Mayer here with I Am Home Inspections. Hi, Ian. Boo! Hello. How are we doing today? Good, good. Welcome. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So home inspections they're a big deal when you buy a house you will be getting a home inspection because when you hire me i'm going to make sure that that happens now when you go and put in an offer on a contract part of your contingencies that you have for purchasing a house uh, one of those things is the inspection contingency now standard on the contract inspection contingencies are 17 days but in the market that we're in and if you've been listening you know that the market that we're in is a little bit crazy right now So we often will reduce those inspection timeframes to about 10 days, just because we really want to make our offer look as sweet as possible to the seller. And there's no reason why we can't get in and out of there in 10 days, Uh, especially when we hire Ian, because he is super efficient. They get it done. They're always available. He's got an amazing team. You know, as I've grown my team, you know, I've been working with Ian since I was relatively new. So I have had a good experience with his company and I've also seen it grow quite a bit. So how many inspectors do you have now, Ian? Uh, Currently six inspectors under me. Six inspectors. And when I first met you, how many did you have? Uh, It was just me. It was just him. You inspired me. (laughs) Because I started showing up and you started having assistants call me. And then you started having assistants show up at the inspections. (laughs) I was like, wait, if Serene can have people, I can have people. Oh, well, I'm glad that I was able to inspire you. That's amazing. That makes me feel really happy. So yeah, they are great. One thing I do want to mention, though, is when we open a new escrow or working with a new client, we always give them a list of our vendors that we are confident in their abilities and that we've used before. But I do want to make sure that everyone out there is aware that when you do hire an inspector, a lender, any kind of tradesperson to come and do an inspection on the property, it is ultimately your choice who you choose. So while we might recommend someone to you because we know that they're tried and trusted, doesn't necessarily mean that you have to use them. You can use whoever you like. And I just want to make sure I have that disclaimer out there. So, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your company. How long you've been doing this? Give me some insider info. My company is I am home inspections. We do inspections that matter for people who care. 
We're based in the San Fernando Valley. We're expanding out in the West LA. Like I said, we have six inspectors under me right now. Uh, we've been in business uh, seven, a little over seven years now. Okay. Okay. And growing. And they're really busy now, guys. They must be doing something right because sometimes I call and they're like, well, we can go Wednesday, but not Tuesday when it used to be that I could just have instant gratification. But well, that's why we keep hiring more. <laughs> that's why I keep hiring more inspectors. But, yeah, such is the life of an entrepreneur. So they always get back to me quick, though, and I always get the report back the next day. So I've never had an issue. Once they go out there, I'm getting the report the next day. And it's and it's like an easy to read, nice report. I personally am a big fan of a summary and they have a really nice summary on their report. We have an interactive computer report. Yes, you can click and it'll take you where you're trying to go. So Ian. Yes. Should a buyer skip their home inspection? Skip? No. You always want to get a home inspection. Even if you've waived your necessary contingencies, you still want to get an inspection because you want to understand what it is you're getting into. You want to understand if there's any problems. Even if you're planning on renovating the property, you want to know what's underneath. Because an inspection is not just go around, look at the countertops, look at the flooring. That's what you do. <laughs> That's do. what you do when you're looking at the house as, as the buyer. You're looking at countertops, you're looking at flooring, you're looking at the paint. As the home inspector, we're going through the whole house. We're looking at the roof, we're looking at the attic, we're looking at the foundation. We're calling in the crawl space if there is one. We're testing the heating, the air conditioning, the water heater, the plumbing, the electrical. We're going through the entire house with a fine tooth comb. And you need that information because you need to understand what you're buying. Now here's a common question I get from clients. So when you say you test the plumbing, do you open the walls and look at the pipes? It is a visual inspection. We are limited to what we can see. So obviously we don't have x-ray vision. We can't see anything behind walls, but we can definitely look for signs. You look for the little bits of plumbing that are sticking out. If there's an attic or a crawl space, you're gonna go in there and you're gonna see what plumbing is visible in there. And obviously we test all every faucet, test the water heater. Well, and they have this really cool little gun looking machine that's a moisture meter. So what he does is, and I, I love that he's done this because he's caught a couple times where could have been like a huge problem. He'll go, like if it's a two story, he'll go underneath where the like master bathroom is or any hallway bathrooms and he'll shoot the little moisture meter gun at the ceiling and it'll tell him if there's moisture. So it gives an idea of whether or not maybe that bathtub is leaking or this toilet is leaking handy dandy little device he's got there. Yeah, we use infrared technology. Infrared, see? <laughs> okay, so can you tell me some, so I know that like, okay, new buyers, the inspection makes them nervous, okay? And I always, when I talk to a new buyer, I'm always saying, look, we wanna focus on health and safety issues. I prep them before we go in because this is a used home. It is not, even, even brand new properties might have stuff, but as a general rule, okay, we're buying a used home. So the home is gonna have stuff, right? Like the home inspection isn't there to say, oh, you know, you need a new paint job. Like this isn't a rental. There might be some cosmetic stuff that comes up or little things like that, that typically we don't wanna try to ask for. I mean, you, you can ask for anything you want, but we, there's a finesse to requesting repairs for a home inspection. Just to kind of talk about that a little bit. So once the home inspection is done, then we do what's called a request for repairs. And we can either ask for a reduction in price, we can ask for the seller to fix some of the items, or we can ask for a credit. Now, um, we can also ask for a combination of any of those items, but the seller doesn't have to do anything except for some very basic county or city requirements 
like having the water heater double strapped or carbon monoxide detectors and so on. So just keep that in mind when you're out there looking at properties or you're buying a property. Guess you're gonna do a home inspection for your own knowledge, but your agent should also be diligent in trying to negotiate those repairs for you. So if you need a great agent, you need to give me a call at 1-800-440-7566. 1-800-440-7566. And Ian, how can they reach you if they are looking for an amazing home inspector? Uh, you can call us at 818-298-3405. The real estate market right now is super hot, but guess what? I'm hotter. I'm getting my clients an average of seven to 10% over list price for their homes. That could be you. Give me a call, 1-800-440-7566. It's Serene Dellinger from the Serene Properties Show every Sunday on Go Country 105. Let's get you some results that move you. Typical houses that are always going to be minor electrical issues. That's nothing to freak out about. Every house is going to have them. They're easily repaired. Usually, you know, there'll be a leaky faucet here, a little drip leak there. Again, these are things that are easy to fix. But no house is perfect. Obviously, we're looking, you know, also some of the bigger tickets. We're going to test the heat and air conditioner. We're also going to let you know how old they are. So you can get your head wrapped around that. Other common issues... I said mostly ground fault protection circuit outlets. What is a ground fault protection circuit those outlet? Little, those are the little outlets with the buttons on them. They usually see in the sink, kitchen, in the bathroom. Yeah, so like when you're using the hair dryer and the thing goes blah. Right. Yeah, that little button you have to push to reset it, that's that thing. Those are generally missing, every house we inspect, there's at least one missing somewhere. Where are they supposed to be? Why yeah. do we need those? Uh, why do you need them? That's a very good question. Well, they sense any ground fault circuit. They sense if the electrical current comes in contact with water mm-hmm. and it shuts off the power immediately in a fraction mm-hmm. of a second so that you don't get electrocuted. So Over- if I don't have a GFI and I drop my blow dryer in the bathtub, you could potentially- It will save my life, right? Correct. Okay, good. So they're supposed to be in kitchens, what bathrooms, garages, outside, anywhere where there's a potential contact with moisture. Within six feet, right? Right. Okay. So that code, codes change all the time, guys. So every day they feel like they make up a new thing. So when the codes change, then the new properties that get built will have to be up to those codes. But if you're looking at a 1956 house, the codes that were in place in 1956, unless someone's come in and done a full permitted remodel, are not gonna be what's there. So when he comes in and does the inspection and says, well, this isn't a code, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. I mean, the house has been standing there since 1956 and hasn't burned down. So it's probably not, you know, like gonna be the end of the world, but we do find a lot of the time that those GFIs are not there, right? That's common. We're not necessarily looking to bring a house up to code. That would be impossible. That would be tear it down. But we do wanna bring a house up to a certain level of safety so Mm -hmm. that you're protected. And then we know that it's safe to live there and safe to plug in your appliances and your television and your big screen and know that it's all going to work. Now, if someone came and they you did the inspection and they look at the report and they want to know how much it costs to fix it, do you guys do that? Is that something a home inspector does? California law says an inspector cannot repair anything that they've inspected for 12 months. Therefore, we don't actually get into prices too much because it would not be fair because we're not allowed to fix it. And in 12 months, the price of lumber might go through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might have some general ranges, 
but ultimately someone else is going to have to do the repairs and we don't like to speak for other people. Yes, so once we get that inspection report, we can always send it over to one of our trusted electricians, plumbers, or someone you find, you know, that you that you know and you work with. Generally, I recommend though, please don't use your uncle. Like Uncle George was a plumber 20 years ago. He's gonna take care of it. Ah, I mean, it's up to you, but if you're gonna do that, I would suggest you do it after we close escrow and not ask for them to repair it during which typically we don't. Usually the seller will have to take care of the repairs and and typically we can ask for them to use a specific person, but typically they're gonna use who they decide to use and give you a receipt for it. It's also important the inspector remain unbiased. Yes, they're kind of like escrow in that sense. They have to be unbiased. So what are some other common things? I mean, we always run into stuff with the water heater. We always see like the empty blank spaces in the electric panel which sounds scary, but what is it? I mean, what does that mean? Uh, yeah, electric, blank spaces and electric panel, they just need simple covers. The covers themselves are very cheap, but if they're not covered, they can arc and spark and cause a fire. So there are safety hazards, but they're easily repaired. Water heaters, generally every water heater we see generally has one problem with the installation. They're generally installed, you know, quick and dirty and not necessarily up to the most current safety standards. Yes, I've seen them so dirty where they forgot to connect the exhaust and carbon monoxide is flowing freely throughout the house. I've seen furnaces like that too. So yeah, you don't want to breathe carbon monoxide, guys, just in case anyone's not aware of carbon monoxide, breathing it can kill you, right? Right. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, but I do know that. So, okay, what other common things do you run into? Uh, well, you know, we're always gonna look at the roof and, and, and look for potential roof issues. Uh, what happens if there's cracked tiles on my roof because I have a tile roof? Uh, if there's cracked tiles on the roof, then we're definitely gonna recommend those tiles be repaired. Is it hard to do that? Well, twofold. Repairing a cracked tile, no, in itself is not difficult. The, the concern is the there's an underlayment, which is the actual waterproof barrier. Mm -hmm. That underlayment should not get exposed to the sun. So if it's a recent crack... Or water, not that we get much of that here, but... Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is the challenge of inspecting roofs in Southern California, is it doesn't rain very often. Uh, I always say, if you can get an inspection on a rainy day... It's like it, the best. It's, it's like winning the yeah. inspection lottery. Yeah, so is um, looking at houses on rainy days, which I know sounds stupid, but like, if something's gonna leak or there's a problem, you're gonna know. That's for sure. Right. So crack tiles, yeah, we want to look for the crack tiles, but ultimately you're going to need a roof to look at the underlayment underneath the tile and make sure the underlayment is intact. So Ian, let me ask you, are all inspectors licensed? That's a common question. And actually California does not have a home inspector license program. They leave it up to the major certification parties that are national. So are you licensed? There's no home inspector license. There's not such a thing. No. So how do we know if a, if a home inspector is, is there any kind of way to get to know that they're certified or anything? That is correct. A home inspector should be certified through one of the major certification agencies, such as the International Association of Certified Home Inspectors, of which I am a member and everyone on my team is a member. And how can someone look that up? You can go to the InterNACHI site and actually look people up and look up their certifications. Okay. So then you can look up realtors too. We should all be licensed by the state of California as far as realtors go. And sometimes realtors aren't. But the ones that are and are good are at 1-800-440-7566, 1-800-440-7566. And we work with amazing home inspectors who can be reached at? 
818-298-3405. Again? 818-298-3405. You know, we got to say it twice for the people in the back. So, okay. Are all in-home inspectors created equal? No, they are not. Let's hear a home inspection nightmare. I'm ready for this. I'm excited. Right, you want to get into it? I want to hear what someone did. Like, I want to hear like a home inspection that like you went on that maybe had been inspected by someone else before, or like like you know something oh. something like why we should hire you, right? Why should someone hire you? And like proof that you've gotten that they should because you came in after somebody else. That has happened. I've been we've been hired multiple times to come in after another inspection, and there was a great story with one of your clients. Oh, my clients. Uh-oh. We were doing a... Uh, we didn't have a first inspector, though, did we? Or they hired their own. What happened? No. I forget. We, it was a condo in Beverly Hills. Ah, uh, yes. Very high-end condo. I remember this now. And the condo had fallen out of escrow. Yes. And they'd had a previous home inspection. Yes, and they provided us a copy. In which they provided you a copy, and then you sent it to me and said, what do you think of this? And I said... There's a lot of relevant information missing from this report. And you said, well, then you should come out and redo the inspection, <laughs> which I did. And I remember looking under the sink and there was galvanized steel plumbing that was completely corroded, which was throughout the entire building. And the previous home inspector report just said corroded plumbing service. Mm-hmm. I pointed out to your client that all this plumbing was so corroded that it would need to be replaced and not just in the unit, but in the entire building, mm. which would be beyond the scope of what you're able to do as an agent mm, yeah. on the unit. Also, the previous report had made some comments about the heater. Well, let me just let me just stop you right there. So just for you guys listening, just so you understand, this is a condo building and there's an HOA, right? So when you have a condo building with an HOA, like if water happens like if there's pipes that bust in the inside the walls typically the hoa is going to cover walls in right so like let's say the galvanized plumbing under the sink busts typically that would be a homeowner responsibility but if it busts inside the walls and let's say the whole condo complex is messed up like that and the water busts inside the walls now the condo complex has to replace all of these pipes because if they don't do it nobody's going to have water, right? I mean, it's kind of an important thing, water, you know, it's a little, just a little important. So what happens then is they need to have adequate reserves to be able to do something like that. And if they don't have the reserves, which it's going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, it's a huge complex. If they don't have the adequate reserves to do something like that, they're going to be Mickey mousing all the stuff as they go, or they're going to have to do a special assessment in which you as the homeowner are going to have to pay. And there's no guarantee of like how much that might be. So, you know, all this stuff kind of works hand in hand. That's why we want a good home inspector, right? Because they can tell us, okay, this is the stuff that's happening. And that particular deal, I won't say it now, but I'll let you go ahead and talk about the heater. But, but yeah, I mean, that was a big deal. And that's why that's one of the things that we want to, one of the reasons we're really looking for this, because I, as an agent would rather have you cancel escrow and go find the right house than get a call from you in six months saying, oh my God, Serene, I have to sue the whole building. I'm, you know, or whatever. So sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And then the yeah, previous report said they couldn't find the heater. Oh, they couldn't find it. So we went up on the roof and opened the hatch, the roof, and it was sitting <laughs> it was right, right there. there. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, that report was, was was missing a lot of information. And your client was very grateful that we discovered everything that we discovered because, yeah, he canceled on that unit. And then we went 
yep, to a different have... condo a couple weeks later. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he still lives there. And he's very happy now. Yes. So are his little doggies. Well, they're kind of big doggies. But yeah, he's so cool. I like him a lot. I talked to him the other day, actually. Okay. How long should an inspection take, Ian? And should the homeowner be there the entire time? The homeowner or the home buyer? <laughs> How about both? Let's go with both. Yeah, it's generally a good idea if the homeowner is not there because they can get very defensive. They start getting emotional. They start realizing that, oh, this is actually happening. <laughs> and they can create some little unknown drama or I'll say something and they'll be like, no, that's not true. I'm like, no, I, I have a picture of it right here. Uh, it's very important that your inspector take lots of pictures because pictures prove what's really happening. Yeah, I got an inspection report the other day that was handwritten um, no. with, yes. And Still? It was handwritten, okay? And then they gave me pictures, but the pictures were just attachments to the email with no, like, name of the pictures and what they were so i didn't really i had to kind of like play detective and this is um somebody this the client decided to hire on their own which is fine they can mm. you know it was just the, getting through the report was a little rough oh i can't believe this but <laughs> your home inspection report should be computer generated and should have lots of photos in the report yes yes now should the home buyer be there the entire time mm. and how long is the entire time how long does it take Yes. Give me a give me an estimate like between a condo and like a twenty five hundred square foot house. Like approximately how long? A uh, small condo, maybe an hour and a half. You know, typical houses can be two to three hours. Larger houses, maybe more, especially if you do pool, especially if you do the optional uh, sewer inspection. Oh, the other thing about Ian, I'm glad you mentioned sewer. They do sewer, so it's like one stop shopping. You don't have to hire a separate person to come do the sewer inspection. Because of that, it's like, it's actually cheaper, right? Well, the sewer inspection <laughs> saves you a lot of, <laughs> saves you a lot of headaches down the road. But it's cheaper if they get a inspection and a sewer, like their prices are reasonable. And I know that like I've sent out um, plumbers to do the sewer inspections. And as a general rule, they're usually a little um, cheaper. Yeah, well, we, we, we try to stay on, on average. I don't want to undercut my plumber friends, but just it's okay Ian. take the credit okay <laughs> okay. okay but yes we, we offer pool and sewer inspections along with the general home inspection so those can take longer uh the one thing that we do that really sets us apart on really large houses over three thousand square feet or houses that are particularly complicated then we'll actually send more than one inspector so that we can still get the inspection done in two to three hours uh, as you know sometimes if you're selling a really large property if you have one guy there they don't it's gonna no, take you'll be eight there all hours. day you'll be there all day so we send a team of two or three inspectors depending on the size of the house so we can still knock it out in about three hours how many times do you go and the buyer's agent isn't there that's pretty rare that the buyer's agent would not be there the okay. buyer's agent should always be there and the other reason why i like the home buyer to be there the entire time is i want to see them see my guy sweat I want to see them, see my guys getting into the attic, crawling around in the hot attic, getting up on the roof, going underneath, testing everything. Because when home buyers don't show up to the inspection, inevitably, they start coming around and going, well, are you sure you went on the roof? Are, are you sure you did that? Well, did you see the picture? Where, where, where's your ladder? We, we, we put the ladder back in the truck already. Uh, I think it's much, plus the home buyer has an obligation to be there and see the house for themselves. 
Yes, so one thing though I do tell my, my home buyers is that they don't need to come for the whole inspection. I, I've, I've been messing you up on that because, unless they really want to, because it's a, it is a few hours and I've always been of the train of thought that like, you probably don't want somebody following you around on every single thing. So what you just said to me is actually kind of a surprise because typically I thought, okay, you guys don't want someone following you around, especially if they bring, you know, Uncle Joe or somebody who's on the contractor and then they're like critiquing your inspection as you go. Slows you well, down. no, you don't necessarily want Uncle Joe, who's the ex-contractor following you around, but the client, the home buyer should follow you around. They're paying for the time. They should come around and see everything that's going on as long as they're not interfering with the flow, but they can tag along all they want as long as you know they can't climb up our ladders and stuff, but. But you guys do a really good job of walking the client around afterwards, after you're finished right. and pointing everything out and explaining it in a way that is very neutral. I have had some inspectors do like the weirdest things. Like I had one guy, he said, so this house was like a 19, it was built in like 1923 or something. And the steps for the property were like too high or something. They weren't conforming height, like they were not enough inches. And so, or there were too many inches. And so he said to her, well, you know, what'll happen is, so what's gonna happen with these stairs being like this is you're gonna go stepping down the stairs, you're gonna trip and fall and probably break your neck. And no. I'm like, what dude, really? Like, seriously? I mean, it was just a, it was just a lot of like, well, yeah. And another guy, he said, well, what's gonna happen is, cause the it, one other thing that we find that's pretty common is the gas. Like if you have a fireplace, a little gas valve that's in there, um, isn't sealed good enough, which right. is fine. I mean, like- It's almost always worn out. Yeah, it's, it gets worn out, right? So, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's fine, but it's not like- It's one of those safety hazards, but it's easy to fix. Yes. So he's like telling them, oh my gosh, this is really terrible. This is gonna leak and you're gonna go turn it on your whole family and your house is gonna explode. And I'm like, bruh, like- No. I mean, how would you explain that? Let's hear, let's hear the difference, okay? Is the house gonna explode, Ian? No, it just needs to be resealed so that fire doesn't accidentally go down the gas line. Yeah. Uh, it's a very common issue. It's probably 90% of the fireplaces we inspect have that issue. Yep, and the damper clamp. And the damper clamp. But these are both <laughs> common, easy to fix maintenance issues. Yeah. They're gonna be on every house. Thing is, when we see enough, uh, we do you know two inspections a day times just inspections. We see so many houses in a week, in a month, in a year, that we know all these problems are gonna come back are gonna be found on multiple houses. Mm -hmm. You can hire us to inspect 10 houses and, you know, every one of them is gonna have something. Yeah. I always see a lot, you know, similar stuff happening. Interested in buying a home while interest rates are low? Or are you considering selling your home and want top dollar? I'm Serene Dellinger from the Serene Properties Show and I am a top producing real estate agent who can guide you through this market with my expertise and dedication to making your real estate transaction as easy as possible. Call me at 800-440-7566. That's 800-440-7566 and find out why I guarantee results that move you. So tell me, Ian, what is the worst you've ever seen? I don't know if it was the worst I've ever seen, but it was a house that had been flipped, not by you. So <laughs> it had new floors, new cabinets, new countertops, new heating and air conditioning system. It looked fabulous. And then we went underneath the house and the drain 
to the bathtub was not connected to anything. So when you turned the bathtub on, all the water went underneath the house. Oh, nice. And next to it was a dead possum. Now this became an issue because the listing agent insisted that the foundation had just been rebuilt last week. And we're thinking, well, if they had been doing foundation work, wouldn't have they removed the dead possum? Because it had clearly been there a while. Oh, ew. <laughs> and then it was getting wet from the bathtub not being Oh prepared. God, that's nasty. So this is why- and you guys had to go under the house. So this is why no matter how nice the house looks, you have to get an inspection. And what phone number do we call for that, Ian? 818-298-3405. And do you have social media? Yes, we do. I am homeinspections.com. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. That's I am as an Ian Mayer. I, like Igloo, am, like Mary, homeinspections.com. Yes.com. And if you want to get a hold of me, you guys know how to find me. 1-800-440-7566. Again, that's 1-800-440-7566. Unfortunately, we're out of time. I had a great time seeing you again today, Ian. Thank you so much for coming. I'm sure we'll be seeing you thank sometime you, this week. And thank you guys for listening. Make sure you tune in next Sunday right here on Go Country 105 at 8 a.m. Make it a great day, guys. Results and move you. C Y R E N E properties.